0: Hello, everybody. This is Bill coming to you live from a hotel room in St. Louis, Missouri. Before we got started, I just wanted to let you know that we've got a little bit of audio issues for about a minute or a minute and a half uh, toward the beginning of the episode. So when you hear the microphone begin to pixelate a little bit, stick with it. It's just over real quick, and uh, we'll try to keep that from happening again in the future. So anyway, uh, audio issues just for a little bit, and then it gets better. I promise. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever
1: Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill.
0: When you say alright, it makes me feel alright, All right, everybody. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Pillow Talk podcast.
1: Drop the balloons. Whoa! There's no, place. we didn't. We I, know, terribly I was prepared
0: for this. I was looking for one of those like party horns, like, but I didn't find one.
1: I can I can do the air horn. The <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, we're starting it out like episode number one.
0: Like episode number one, uh, I would like, uh, Nick, just to take a moment uh, yeah. to, to say eat it to all the doubters who, who thought you and I wouldn't make it to
1: ten episodes. You're right, suck it, you jerks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Someone, someone get that man a microphone because he needs to drop it. Yeah. <laughs> You,
0: <laughs> I'd like you From, to suck in my big toe, haters.
1: That's right. From humble beginnings of uh, lunch break, <laughs> lunch break yeah. sessions, uh, we've grown into now Skype sessions.
2: <laughs> yeah, to slightly less humble Skype sessions. Yeah. Uh, right.
1: We're
0: using more technology now? It's right. It's more. That's right. Three computers versus just growth. one? Yeah, it growth. is growth. It's good.
1: We we started Jeremy's off here. with just one mic. We've got yeah, we've we've added Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It's um
2: happy to be here, boys. Once we're again. Happy
1: to have you my, my how the turn. We didn't table. introduce you to the of, yeah. last episode,
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> okay, <one. laughs> we're hopefully, we're the, done. Hopefully hopefully your listeners have reached the point now where they hear my voice and like, oh this guy again. Great.
1: Yeah, they just not expect it. <laughs>
0: Hey, we apologize. You missed it. We, we missed you for a couple of weeks. You were busy uh, doing some stuff, yeah. and Nick and I recorded a couple and we apologized to everyone as they were just stuck with us.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they weren't listening when it was just us. <laughs> some of them were. Some of them. Do- Dozens of them. There was tens of them. Although it's, Although it's funny, the, the, the downloads, yeah, downloads are higher than they've, higher been than been. they've ever been. Yeah.
0: Well, on, there you go. Over some the last hundred episodes. episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except for that one episode that we can't explain why it got, like, 350 downloads.
0: No, it's it's That's that. that. crazy, crazy. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Download, that, download that one.
1: one. Yeah, yeah. 100, yeah, 100, yeah, 100, 100 episodes, time.
0: Nick. Jeremy. Jeremy. This is this pretty is awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah. I feel like we feel should, like should, uh, should uh, warn my tux. Tux.
2: Yeah. You guys do good work.
0: Uh, yeah. We uh, appreciate that. So... uh. I've been, I've been, i I've not, been, I've not, been, not i been, I've not been a, not not trying to figure, out, figure out, what, out like what like special, special thing to do, do uh, uh, for a hundred, a hundredth episode, and and I thought we could, thought we could do it down in arena. And like fill mm-hmm. it with all of the fans. Um, yeah. We um, just done house. House. Um, um We didn't, need, the <laughs> we didn't rent need to rent an arena. arena. Uh, we thought about we like doing like the crazy, crazy fly thing, thing, but then Stanley passed away a few weeks ago, ago and we, we thought that the only thing that made sense for a 100th episode was to make it a tribute to Stanley. So that's what we're doing today. This is episode number 100, and a tribute to Stanley.
1: The Stanley. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, I'm wearing my Marvel, Marvel, shirt, Marvel shirt to uh, to support to support the man. Support
1: the man. I've uh, essentially, essentially made Marvel, Marvel into what Marvel. it is today. I've got a Marvel shirt on. I I did that on accident. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jeremy, uh, not wearing a Marvel shirt. No, no, I don't have. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any Marvel gear to break out. But I'm I'm wearing it in spirit. Should we get you a Black head. Panther shirt? <laughs>
1: You can do that. That's fine. I'm Sorry never. I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, I've prepared something for this uh, occasion. Lord help uh, us. Uh, and please don't stop me until the
0: end. Oh no. uh
1: Yeah. Pillowpodcast.com <laughs> forward slash with a kiss. Uh, oh no. That was my band. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, let me just rifle through my papers. Uh, so, uh, a little background for anybody who doesn't know about Stanley. Uh, he was born um, <clears throat> born Staniel Martha Martha Lee uh, in 1822. Martha. Uh, yep. He co-created uh, too many comic book characters to con- to count, um, which is quite a feat, seeing as he was blind since the age of five, uh, much like Charlie Daniels and uh, Roy Orbison. <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> Jeremy, come on! This is serious. What are you laughing for? <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry. Uh, that's uh, that, okay. That's a, so that's as funny as it gets. But there, I did find some really cool. I did find some really cool stuff uh, um, about him. Did you know that he uh, wrote uh, training films for the army with Dr. Seuss?
0: No. Yes.
1: I, I, I did not know that. I found that very, very interesting. I did not know that.
2: That: um, That was actually something that when, when he passed away, I saw a bunch of articles come up, and I tried to get the ones that were actually published by the, the Department of Defense newspaper, mm-hmm. and they, they, they did some really cool stuff. He actually joined the Army during the Second World War as part of the Signal Corps, so he was responsible for like fixing telegraph lines and things yeah. like that out on the front. and somebody figured out that he could actually write. Mm-hmm. So they brought him off of that duty onto more of the the kind of propaganda type of stuff that they would do and the communications that were sent out to the soldiers and one of the coolest things that I saw was during the second world war he's he was only one of only i want to say it was like eight seven or eight or nine people in the entire United States military who had the official like resp- like official job title of playwright
1: yeah yeah and i mean it's Crazy
0: And you're saying that, Jeremy, as an expert on military history?
1: Well, and
2: well, I, hey, man, I'm an English major and a military history major, so that <laughs> right. pretty much covers all the bases. So you are an expert <laughs> exactly, in
0: the subject right. matter.
2: Yeah, yeah that, that's as close as you're going to get to my expertise in this episode. That's
0: so. As close as <laughs> we're going to get to an expert on this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he did that. Uh, he also wrote. Um, he also wrote obituaries before. Um, getting into comics. Did he really? Uh, yeah, yeah. He wrote some. Uh, he wrote obituaries. Um, I don't know for who, but uh, I do know he wrote some
0: obituaries. Dead people.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I found uh, some stuff like that. So, uh, you know, obviously, I could na- I could fill up the whole podcast with naming the people that he uh, created in comics.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I I made a list here of... Oh, um good for you. It, well, I copied it off the internet and deleted the people I didn't know. But this is a a, a full sheet of paper, two columns. Um, What's that, like 10-point font, too? Yeah, it's like 10-point uh, font. But, I mean, it, we could go through this list, and even casual listeners of this podcast would know, you know who these people are the ancient one ant man the avengers beast black bolt black panther black widow <laughs> we're not even to the C's yet right you know captain marvel peggy carter sharon carter the collector cyclops the daily bugle daredevil doctor strange doctor doom dum dum duggan dum dum duggan. duggan that's like 15 of them a through d i mean essentially if you have a character who you love in marvel comics and his name isn't Captain America. Odds are Stan Lee created him. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of the, the crazy thing is when you think about it. I think for a lot of people, I mean, for me, I think I mentioned this when we did the, the episode on Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I was never a big reader of comic books. I mean, most of my knowledge of the comics in the Marvel Universe exists within the context of the movies. But still... I think a lot of people probably associate Stan Lee with the MCU, right? Because he shows mm-hmm. up in all the cameos. But you go into all the other ones as well. I mean, and, and those cameos are every place. All mm-hmm. the Foxmen, like Deadpool, the X-Men, all that. others are like, that's all... He's Spider-Man. Got Toby Maguire's right. Spider-Man. Got, yeah. He's got his fingerprints on every single one of those. And from a just from a writing standpoint, I mean, you can look at somebody. It's probably a weird connection to make. But the closest thing I can think of in popular literature would be... I mean, this is somebody like Stephen King, yeah. who's just, just it was, like this incredible productivity and breadth of content that's out there. And I'd actually argue – I mean, I'm, I'm not a reader of the comic books. There's a lot of – Stephen King, I, I like reading a lot, but mm-hmm. there's some Stephen King stuff that's really not good. Like the good stuff is really good, but there's some other stuff that's just not all that great.
0: He suffers but, from an ending problem. I think uh, even the stuff of his that's not very good – uh, the first three quarters of it's good. I think he just has good ideas and he has a hard time wrapping them up
1: sometimes. Yeah. Can but, but, you mean, stand that's there the, and tell me that Maximum Overdrive isn't good? Nope.
2: Oh, no, that was <laughs> awesome. I'm going
1: to sit here and tell you that.
2: So, but but anyway, when you look at Stan Lee in terms of his productivity, I mean, go through that list. Even in terms of the, the transition from taking those characters to the big screen, there aren't bad characters on there.
0: No. I and mean, there's no. really not. And you want to pull no. off the... Here, I'll pull off the big ones for you, okay? So... Ant-Man, essentially every Mm X-Men Stanley created. He created Ant-Man. He created the Black Panther. He created the Black Widow. He created uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, uh, Falcon, the Fantastic Four, Nick Fury, Jean Grey, all the Guardians of the Galaxy, Hawkeye, Heimadol, Hulk, Human Torch, um, Iron Man, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, Juggernaut, Kingpin, Loki, Magneto, the Mandarin, uh, Aunt May, Mr. Fantastic, uh, Mysterio, Doc Ock, uh, Odin, uh, Harry and Norman Osborn, so the Green Goblin, Pepper Potts, Hank Pym, he created Rhino, Ronan the Accuser, Scarecrow, uh, Silver Surfer, the Skrull, Spider-Man, uh, Thing, Thor, Toad, Owatu, which I think is kind of funny. Um, Adam Warlock, The Wasp, The X Men. Uh, like I already said, that, Professor X, Yandu.
2: I mean. Well, I mean the, who's got even, a movie in the that, like, MCU? Stanley him, Right, the, but the idea of the X Men, I mean, that's not like four people. No, <laughs> like, that's. Like, think of all the people who've had membership in the X Men historically mm-hmm. in the comics or, or even in the movies. That's a huge list. Mm-hmm. The only, I, I think, the only names in that list that kind of get an asterisk next to them, and I, 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 again, these are some of my favorite characters in the movies. But he didn't really create Thor and Loki and Odin. He just kind of decided, hey, moved him into comic books. Norse, Norse, Norse mythology is pretty cool, <coughs> so let's repurpose it into sure. comic format. But even still, that's a short list of characters out of that. Um, and, and he had to take that out of a, a literary realm that's completely different from comics and be able to transition it. And the fact that he was able to do that and do it so successfully, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a fair point.
1: Yeah, there there was a thing after he died um, that was going around the internet that was basically that he ripped off every character that he'd ever made from a DC character you know it was it was you know DC created this character at this time and Marvel created it at this time um you know kind of trying to show like oh he wasn't that great um but the the normal comments on there were so what I'm seeing <laughs> is that Marvel uh took what DC was doing and did it better. I
2: made it way better.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was and that was the consensus of the comments. They're like, so they've been doing it better for a long time.
0: <laughs> I think there's also a tendency in our culture today, for whatever reason, that when somebody dies, to to shit on them. You know? um
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, they're not there. Well, to you,
2: yeah, but that's what you get from social media. I mean, it, yeah. it's the whole thing about it. it makes it makes you being a petulant little butthead completely anonymous and mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with anything for it. So you can be, there's a the whole concept of being a troll, right? Like yeah. you might not actually believe what you're saying, but you can go out there and put it out anyway. And that's, that's the bad part about it. I mean, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Nobody's mm-hmm. perfect, but to take somebody like that who legitimately, the, the best thing I liked about the articles that came out after he passed away was hearing from people and seeing some of the original artwork that came out within yeah. the first couple of days. Yeah. About I really was compelled by this idea that he he gave that sense of voice and identity and hope to kids who were introverted, to kids who were not part of the, the sports playing popular crowd. You know it, when you think about kids who read you know the, the comic book kids, that has a particular stigma that gets associated with it, whether it's oh, yeah. right or wrong. But I, I like that idea that the work that he did and the creativity that he brought to it was able to have such an amazingly positive impact on a, a group of pretty probably I mean pretty vulnerable kids at that age. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a huge accomplishment not only for somebody just as a human being, but as a writer, as a creative force. I mean, for him to still be doing what he was doing at what, what how old was he? Ninety four when he passed 94, 95, yeah. 94,
0: 95, yeah. Ninety
2: four, ninety five, something like that. I mean to still be doing cameos in the movies, and he was still writing and still creating yeah. all the way up to the end. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah, he he was still contracted to do a certain amount. I forget what the what the number was, but like the, like he had to basically do a certain amount of work. Well, and um, you know, you
0: figure that you know, in the '60s, he created the Black Panther. So he created in a time of of social mm-hmm. upheaval in our country, an yep. African American superhero to put on a comic book and the falcon um and then also at the same time to those kids who were you know beat up on made these mutants and essentially there were these people who you look at them there's nothing special about them but they've got you know these these powers and things And, and he made one of everybody you know mm-hmm. so if your thing was you know if you acted this way then you know maybe you were uh, an iceman but if you like yeah, yeah. this well then maybe you were a beast or a toad and it's like he made somebody for everybody
1: yeah yeah I mean there's there was some there was something that you could latch on to with with one of his characters yeah. I mean um, you, think you know about it, the
0: the, sci- the scientists you know mr. Fantastic, I'm, Hank Pym Howard or uh, Tony Stark Hig kids being smart is cool. You know, yeah. kids yeah. don't get that in high school.
1: Nope.
2: Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see um when you have somebody who has that kind of writing production that he does and, and that has that level of depth that you can go in and you can do that analysis. I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, 50 years down the road, 100 years down the road, like how does how does this fall into the category of American literature? Sure. Because yeah, the 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 hoity-toity academics are going to look at it. Well, it's comic books, whatever. But that's why I he changed his about, name. Well, but think about think about writers who, at the time that they wrote, weren't perceived as being anything special, mm-hmm. and who've kind of fallen into that greater appreciation. You know, you know whether it's dime novels or whatever, and now you get a chance for those people to be kind of included in that literary pantheon. This is going to be interesting because I think Stan Lee is actually the the first and maybe the only person in the genre of comic writing that deserves a legitimate place in that conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was certainly the most prolific. I mean, you've got some guys now who are writing comics who who are pretty well thought of in the industry, but,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. but they didn't create... But I'm talking about beyond the industry. I'm talking they about didn't like create the that, you know what I mean?
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you think about, like, the intricacy of his story arcs and the things that, he, you know, the sto- the stories that he told with these comics, you know.
0: Well, and if you think so, about it, so. too, you've got these characters now that have lived on print and are now mm-hmm. living on streaming services, well, except the Marvel well, ones, well, uh, which we can right get to later if you guys want, but, yep. you know, are now <laughs> living on the screen and making, you know, making jillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And have have essentially like, you know, these superhero movies have essentially become a an industry almost of their own.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I there, there's no almost. I mean, look at the if you go back to the ten years since the first Iron Man movie came out, and you look at the global gross of the MCU movies because they're at what twenty so far, including yeah. Infinity War, yeah. and or I think including either Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp, and I mean, you could bankroll continents. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, that's not a joke. I mean, you're no. like, it's like twenty or thirty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you could bankroll entire third, like multiple third world countries sure. on what these movies make, and that's no joke. Yeah. But like, you you don't get to that level of income by being bad. And that's profit.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's not well, ticket sales. That's,
2: that's profit on movies that aren't cheap to make to begin with.
0: Right. You know, you're talking about Infinity War. I, I don't know what it cost him. Mean, I, I've got to assume it cost every bit of two hundred and fifty million dollars to make.
1: And I'm assuming the next one will just cost half of whatever that one made. Oh. Nervous. <laughs> Ouch.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay, any so. food sorry.
2: down, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you, you gotta be you gotta be a little more cagey than that. Part of your audience might not know what happens at the end of Infinity War. Uh,
0: at this point,
2: uh, I'm assuming everybody <laughs> who listens to this show knows what happened at the end of Infinity War. That's right. And if you don't, See, but isn't isn't it, isn't it kind of you know for, for all the shock value that the ending of that movie had, doesn't it kind of take away because when you have the schedule for yeah, the right. remainder of for the next movies that are coming out, it's like oh well the, you know Spider Man Far From Home. Okay, so he obviously doesn't stay dead.
0: No, it's you know, they and like they weren't gonna make another Black Panther movie. It's like there's a reason there's a reason that Marvel hasn't announced anything after uh Avengers four, have they? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they're they're gonna do another Black Panther movie. I but they haven't officially an- announced it though.
1: Yeah, I think the I think yeah, the only maybe. thing that's um, I also
2: heard there was a Doctor Strange sequel in the works, but again, yeah. that's a good point. I don't know whether any of that's official from because Marvel Doctor Studios. Strange is
0: also gone, and so you know, there's a reason that Marvel Studios hasn't announced anything yet. And unfortunately, what the only thing that stinks about this conversation is that you know we're recording it on on uh, Wednesday the fifth, and tomorrow morning everyone is expecting the first trailer for an, whatever this next movie is is going to drop tomorrow morning. Oh um, yes, it is. Is it supposed to come out tomorrow?
1: Yep, tomorrow the, morning. Yep, the, it was supposed to come out today, but they pushed it because of uh, of the
0: national day of the morning. Day of morning. <laughs> um yeah. and so uh, everyone is assuming, you know, we know that there's a big Marvel announcement tomorrow morning on Good Morning America. Everyone's assuming it's the the new trailer for the new movie. So I'd love to be able to talk about that, but um there's nothing that's announced after that because i think we're all at the point where even i mean nick when you and i went and saw the movie in the first place we talked about how it's like yeah we'd be really upset with all these characters that are dead if we actually thought there was a chance in hell of them all staying dead what if they do i've read the comic they
2: all come back to life Well, what if they do they won't but what if they did? They won't. Yeah, but the ones, the ones that are, and that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is in all likelihood, especially when you're just looking at something as, as banal as contracts, the ones who are going to die are the ones who are currently alive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Right? You know, like, and,
0: no, you're absolutely right. If, if anybody's going to go, it's the four big ones that started this whole thing off who are now like, well, oh, can we be done with this, please? And it's taking a lot of time, and I appreciate you – you back in the Brinks truck up to my house every time we do one of these, but you know, what you're going to see in that trailer tomorrow though isn't going to give him any, you know, you're going to see, because I think there's a a little bit of a time jump in between these two movies, and so you're going to see this time jump, I think, tomorrow morning of, you know, these characters who are left adjusting to the the new normal without all these people, so you're going to see Wakanda without T'Challa, um... Which I b- believe, I think I saw that—that's um, like Mbaku is the is the king of Wakanda and stuff. And so you're going to see that kind of
2: stuff in this trailer tomorrow. But see, so so that's going to be interesting. And, and to to take that out in another couple of steps, I mean, look at like look at basic human nature. Imagine that, right? Because I heard the same thing that Avengers Four is going to be—it's it, not picking up from the moment that the other one ended. Like, there's right. going to be a substantive period of time between the end of Infinity War and the start of this new movie. So that's interesting to hear, because imagine that, that M'Baku is now
0: mm-hmm.
2: the king, king of Wakanda. What happens when T'Challa comes back? Is he just, like, if he's been that for a while, is he just going to give that up?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I think what ends up happening... <laughs> in in a perspective Black Panther 2 movie, um, (laughs) is that, you know, you've got to find a way to kind of make it work with with everybody kind of involved, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Jeremy, what are you doing? My, my iPad's gonna die, so I'm <laughs> limited to where I can plug it in. So sorry, you're gonna have to. You're gonna get a different viewpoint here for the rest it, of the podcast.
1: It is, it is. okay. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, we've,
0: we've both been there. Um, but no, I mean, I think you know, by the time this whole thing resolves itself, assuming that both, say, you know, T- T'Challa and uh, and Baku are both alive. I, you know, I think they they divide up the kingdom, and maybe they they rule, you know, in tandem or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it, there's there's just a lot of, and I mean it's good from a creative standpoint. There's a lot of different directions where they can take all the plots of this when it happens. But mm-hmm. th- that's the thing is, I, I'm interested to see what that in particular is going to do if there is if there is an adjustment period where people have to a certain degree gotten used to this new normal, and then all of a sudden for whatever reason they're snapped back to the way it was before, how does that impact the storylines? That's actually Mm -hmm. what I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to deal with that the
1: most. Mm -hmm.
2: And I think that's your opening shot in that trailer tomorrow is
0: an obvious sign of time passing.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, we were talking about this today at work because, um, uh, halfway through work, I realized that oh, it's Wednesday. Wasn't that trailer supposed to drop? And then I was like, oh no, it got pushed back. Um, uh, that, yeah, that's what we think. Like we get that first shot is like a somber, yep. like dealing with this, and then maybe like the last. I mean, because you can't give anything away. No,
0: I mean, you're gonna have that last little shot is gonna be some reason for hope.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's going to be something. It's going to be something like it might be like uh Captain America's shield or something.
0: Well, and They're he's like... going to be in the trailer, I would assume, cuz he's one of the few that's alive.
1: Well. Is he alive? I've lost yeah. track of who's alive. No, yeah.
0: Essentially, the Avengers are alive still.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the original. And Ant-Man's
0: movie. in the cro- in the quantum realm by himself. So
2: so that out. that's another one too is how long has Scott Lang been hanging out in the quantum realm? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, I'm interested to see what they do with that. Like, how do they get well, it out? Well,
2: it's, it's, it's funny, though. We, we talked about Edgar Wright in a, a previous episode, and I remember reading something, and I never put too much stock into it. I, I would I, Don't ask me to source it because I couldn't find it if I wanted to. But this was years ago that actually said something about the original treatment and what eventually became Ant-Man that th- it was the central linchpin of the entire MCU happened in Ant-Man. Really? That was was the event that tied everything together, and um, it, it's got to be the quantum realm, right? Like yeah. that's <laughs> the only thing I could conceivably think of, mm-hmm. especially when you get to that post-credit scene in Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I finally got around to watching like a week ago. It was the only <laughs> Marvel movie I hadn't seen yet. And what'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I I continue to think that the. I, I, I don't know whether Peyton Reed is the one who's writing all those, but those are, they're just generally pretty well done. Yeah, they're good. They, yeah. Oh, I think I even saw that
0: uh, Scott Lang's daughter, I can't think of what her name is, Lucy. Cassie. Cassie is Our... older, like almost an adult.
2: At the well, and it, somebody I, I read something that said there's a scene in Ant-Man and the Wasp where she talks about being his sidekick. Yep. Yeah. And that that's supposed to be a like very substantive little drop, given what could happen. That, that it's likely that Cassie's going to be some kind of Avenger caliber superhero in Avengers Four. And I think mm-hmm. she is in and the I, comics. People who know the comics will probably know exactly who she is, but I don't so I apologize she
0: I would know it into if colossus. I saw it you what turns into Colossus she does not turn into Colossus
2: <laughs> this cute little American girl somehow becomes a giant hulking Russian man
1: yes it's, it's part of the new movement
0: she is oh she's stature that's right she's a young avenger
1: Young Avengers.
2: Boy, that's a stature. Boy. Stature. <laughs> stature. Uh, somebody weird. needs to go back to the. They need to go back to the name drawing board. Again,
0: there. Again, they came up with all the good names in the '60s. Stan used them all.
1: So yeah, I mean, this this is going to be. I'm excited for Avengers Four to drop tomorrow. I'm excited for the for Spider-Man. To, Spider-Man. Um, yeah, Spider-Man. Mister Spider-Man. Mr. Spider-Man. What it, well,
2: what's the, what was it that I heard that um, Mysterio is the villain in Spider-Man: Far From Home?
1: Which would be which would make sense.
2: And Spider-Man. Who, I, Spider-Man. I think it was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was is he, cast. Er, is he alive? I believe, yeah, I believe he's going to be the villain in Far From Home.
1: Hmm. He's not working on Brokeback Mountain too. I don't know.
2: Well, I'm trying to figure that first out like if you they've got to take some creative liberty with that in terms of the costume because I'm just imagining like Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't want to like go through the entire movie with a big like opaque crystal ball on his head.
1: Well, see, I imagined See, I watched when when watching the first Spider-Man. Uh, hey,
2: here's 5 hours ago, Jake
0: Gyllenhaal confirms Mysterio role. Uh,
1: uh, there you go. See, I, see what I can what I what I'd always thought is is when we were watching, you know, with with the first Spider-Man um uh homecoming, you know, that you were gonna see all those guys eventually turn into, you know, like like um uh Shocker and and and, and, and the, the big nerdy guy that was making all the tech and stuff was gonna end up being Mysterio and and uh you know that sort of thing. Um uh some kind of It's yeah. like a
2: it's like a villain tree where like all of the, the Yeah, like that's,
1: yeah. From... Like they have all the tech and like, you know, the guy was messing around with stuff and making, like, you know, he can make, like, gateway, like, you know, uh, gateway stuff and, and that sort of stuff. I, I saw it being, like, oh, he's gonna turn into Mysterio.
2: I always thought that was pretty impressive about that movie, too, because if you think about it, from the comics perspective, I think the comics tend to be a little bit more organic than the mm-hmm. movies do, and I'll use Vulture as an example. I mean, like, Vulture actually has wings. like <laughs> Like, it, it's part of his biology, Yeah, whereas in the movies they don't quite go to that level like they're trying to ground as much as possible in a a franchise like that they're trying to ground it in reality so it's like okay you've got this guy he's got to be able to fly but we don't want to make it too overly campy by actually having him grow wings so how do you use technology to be able to do that and i thought they did a really good job of that with vulture in yeah i think if we have him look
0: like Hawkman from the justice league he's gonna look weird right
2: yeah exactly But Which I understand is not a Marvel that, property. Just no. And the fact that they cast Michael Keaton in that role. It was, was awesome.
1: Oh, he was great. He was great. Yeah,
0: I was glad that he didn't die in the end because, you know, oh, that yeah. was the biggest mistake that they made in those old you know, I think the biggest mistake in, in Tim Burton's Batman movie was that they killed the Joker.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: You know? Stop killing your characters. Exactly. Because then they can't come back. Well, dead.
1: yeah,
2: but the in a lot of respects, and I don't know so much about the movies, but the comics especially, just what I know about a lot of the different arcs that are out there and the, the character evolution over decades, that the comics are a lot like soap operas. It's like if you're dead, oh, yeah. you, that doesn't necessarily mean. Oh, you're,
1: you're coming back.
2: Like yeah. They'll, no. they'll some, place. some writer someplace will dust you off and figure out how to bring you back.
1: Or they, or, or they, kill, they kill you off. And then they just restart restart the series. Um, yeah, and then there's that. <laughs> yeah, if you if you, if you ever if you ever like get into the comic books, that's what's gonna piss you off the most, is that, you'll you'll be invested in these stories, and then, you know, you'll be like, oh, okay, you know, I've, I've ha- I have all these comic books, and gosh, I probably in in my huge crates of comics in my, other room right now, like you'll get invested in these stories, and they'll be like, all right, new writer, forget everything you just read. and Um, we're
2: starting over we're starting over and it's like what what did you what did you talk about last time bill (laughs) it's like that that's not even a retcon that's just like let's throw (laughs) everything away
0: (laughs) yes captain america being frozen in ice is a retcon (laughs) them just deciding uh yeah so captain america he lost his superpowers and now he's just this old skinny guy and oh wait you're the new writer uh, Captain America is just normal again. Okay, so Captain okay. America is normal again. That's
1: right. We it killed, just... <laughs> we killed Logan, but he's back.
0: Yeah, Ugh. they killed Captain America. He was just in stasis.
1: It happens. It happens so much. It's just Spoiler been,
2: alert! In case that shows up in the movies, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ooh. Well, I
2: mean, yeah, it's I, mean just... I think the the movies do that anyway. It's like at the end of Captain America: The First Avenger, it's like Red Skull gets you know vaporized, and oh, oh, nope, actually, he got somehow oh. transported by the Tesseract to Vormir, and now he's the keeper of the Soul Stone for some reason. But even though he didn't have any connection with that in the movie, so Look, I, can't I can't tell you home. how
0: glad I was though to see Red Skull back because he is. I've read a lot of Captain America comics. Uh Red Skull is is a, a, an amazingly awesome villain and I'm we, so glad that he's back.
1: We've been to a lot of movies together. I've heard you audibly gasp only in a handful and I think <laughs> that was the hardest I've ever heard you gasp was when you were like oh, It's the Red Skull.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I clutched my pearls for sure. Um, you did. It was but then, but, but, but how, okay, so if you had that reaction, then how much of it was countered by the fact it's like, oh, but it's not Hugo Weaving, oh. I, I was okay. I,
0: see, here's the deal, though, is that um, I, I enjoy Ross Marquand, and I did not know that it was him, and so I was like, who, who in the world did they get to play Red Skull? And then, you know, after the fact, I find out that it's Ross Marquand. I'm like, okay, I'm in again.
2: Because yeah, I well, see I, I can't what I can't figure out is that that I mean, that, that's what in terms of total screen time in Infinity War, how like Red Skull's in it for three minutes, like, maybe Yeah, maybe three minutes. Why on earth? Because I guess Hugo Weaving was adamant that he didn't want to revisit that character. And I get it if you don't want to go back and do a full movie, but you don't want to do a cameo. Whatever. Why? Because he's mm-hmm. a jerk. But yes, he wants came, me to be it. But yet unhappy. it came back for two more movies that wrecked the Matrix for me. Really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should watch those. Just oh the first God. one. Let's Just the it. first one. I will no, not sit through no. the second if we're two anymore. we the first one, we watch we watch all three.
2: <sighs> hey, you know what? In a previous episode, we already compared. Well, at least I already compared uh, John McClane to Jesus. So why not go to why not go to the Neo Jesus? Uh, why not? In comparison uh. in the third Matrix movie.
0: <coughs> yeah, those got a little, uh, little out there.
2: A little bit? A little bit.
1: Just a little bit. Yep.
2: Yeah. Two no, entire Red's... crappy Matrix movies, and you couldn't give me three more minutes as Red Skull. Thanks a but, lot. You know, though,
0: sure. the, the whole point is that th- he's back, because, I mean, Red Skull, I mean, he does some cool stuff in the comics, and so... You know, if what they needed to do was find a shocking way to bring the character back, have a new actor portraying him so that he can be in further movies, I'm good with it. Um, They could do some cool, cool stuff with Red Skull.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: You know what? I'm, I'm still holding out somehow in the MCU that they're going to do what they attempted to do in the second Fantastic Four movie. Is like I want to see Galactus, and I want to see like the real version of Galactus, but and, not and whatever like like the, fir- the I don't know the cl- planet-eating cloud kind of like I don't know the. It was almost like Viger from Star Trek: The Motion Picture, <laughs> like the way that they visualized that. I just, it didn't work for me, and I want to see them go back to that character and actually do a decent job.
0: And with yeah, this I, Fox thing, is and they can get that done. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, because the you know the th- the thing with the book with the or with the you know with the comic book is you know you get to see um, what is it all the Colossals, is the uh, Eternals, the Eternals. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, uh, you, so you get to see all the. I mean, they're they're basically a big part of the ending of the of the story. Here. Of
0: Infinity War, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or so, the Infinity and, and, Gauntlet.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and the other thing is the the interesting part is so, uh, since we're talking about the Avengers, they end the Avengers, they, they yeah. end, end the Avengers movie um, the way that they end Infinity War, with him you know, sitting on his property and um, you know, minus um, you know, minus uh, Adam Warlock coming up to him and you know, talking to him at the end, mm-hmm. you know, looking over his field, which is interesting. I I'm, i don't know what they're going to do with the next one.
2: Well, that's – but that's a question, though. Is he finally going to make his appearance? Because they teased him in the post-credits of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. They did. Are you going to get your Adam Warlock in Avengers 4? I don't know. I, remember, I thought I remember reading somewhere that he
0: – that if I the earliest so. he would show up is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, yeah but
2: and with James Gunn gone now, I mean, who knows? Right, that's on hiatus, and nobody even knows whether they're going to make that or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a thats a kick in the yam bags for sure.
1: Yep. Which my son now says, by the way.
0: What, yam bags? Yep, oh, right that's in the yam, bag.
2: yam bag. <laughs> i, I got to file that one away. That's pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think what was going on. We ran into that one at the house, and... I think it was a meme or something I saw, and I was like, oh, it's like a kick in the yam bag, and my wife just laughed.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's nice.
0: She told me earlier today, she said, if you don't knock it off, I'm not punching the yam bag.
2: <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Nice. I will stop now.
1: <laughs>
2: Have fun doing your <laughs> podcast after that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's a Talk podcast. <laughs> what is Bill? <laughs>
2: You, like you actually Bill. would sound like Mr. Bill. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Hey, oh no.
2: Wouldn't even have to try.
1: <laughs> so <coughs> since we're talking about all things Marvel now.
0: Yeah. Well, Stan would want it like this.
1: Yeah, he would. He would bri- briefly talk about him and then get into Marvel. They canceled Daredevil.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> They did. No, they didn't just cancel Daredevil.
1: They killed Daredevil because there's can- no chance of them picking it up.
0: They canceled Iron Fist. They canceled Luke Cage. They canceled Daredevil. They at him. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Jones, cared about. Jessica <laughs> Jones and, and, uh, and Punisher still have a season <laughs> to come out on Netflix. Yeah, but they're gone <laughs> after that. Look, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I wouldn't buy a house if I were either one of them right now.
1: Uh, I, you know, we, we were talking again, gosh, darn it. I talk about this all the time at work. Uh, and I'm super, I love, have I told you guys I love where I work? Love where I work. Um, And I I work by great people that I like, like Shane, that I can talk to all the time. Stop talking about him. (laughs) Gonna give me and and Jeremy a complex. (laughs) And we were talking about him. He likes Shane more than us. (laughs) And, you know, I'm the one who should be
2: worried because I might lose my preferred guest spot status (laughs) for this guy at some point.
1: (laughs) 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 No, that, that, we would make it a fourth. (laughs) Um, but, you know, he brought up a good point because I was like, oh, they're just going to move them over to the Marvel Disney – you know, the Disney Plus yeah. streaming service. And, he's, and he, he brought up a good point. They, they can't. They're, they're Netflix properties. Like, those people are Netflix properties.
0: Yes, but – so I believe that the way that it works is the licensing agreement is that – I mean, Disney still maintains control of the characters.
1: Well, yeah, they can. They, I mean, yeah, they they still have Daredevil and they still have the Punisher and that sort of thing. But as far as like the actors who play, I th-
0: I think that once Netflix cancels it, I think uh-huh. it's fair, game. Yeah. See,
1: it's fair I, game. I don't
2: know that I don't know the details, but I I would have to assume that after you look at the way that Marvel handled things earlier when they've got. Fox owning the X-Men and Darede- yep. uh, and um, Deadpool, yeah. or Sony, sorry. Uh, the, well, no, no, know. no, no, you've got, you're you're absolutely right. Fox no, owns are, the, right. X-Men, the X-Men, Sony with Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yep. and then who's got Deadpool, or who had Deadpool? Was that Fox Fox too? had Deadpool, oh.
0: and Universal kind of has the Hulk.
2: Yeah, so yep. it, I, I would tend to think that after that, and then trying to, you know, all the insane negotiations to bring Spider-Man into the MCU, once the MCU took off, I've got to believe that Marvel's executives weren't dumb enough to make that mistake twice. That, well, yes, yeah, at that point, it's they're... also
0: Disney's executives who who have placed intellectual property like above
2: everything except right. profit. And yeah. th- well, and that's but that's the thing is like yeah, you might have different venues for this, whether it's the distribution for the movies, whether it's Netflix for the series. That they're not gonna they're not gonna make that mistake twice. They they have to still own. The ability to take any of these characters and any of these actors and contracts and put them wherever the hell they want to because there's too much money on the line for them not to.
1: And God, I hope that they do because, I mean, at this point, I can't see anybody else as the Punisher. I can't see anybody else as Daredevil.
0: No, I, Now.
1: I can the, do without Iron Fist.
2: I, well, <laughs> Iron the F- the <laughs> second season of Iron Fist was actually pretty good. What's the matter? Nick Ben Affleck didn't do it for you as Daredevil?
1: He didn't. Oh. He didn't. Uh, he barely did it for me as Batman. <laughs>
0: so n-
2: now, these
0: seasons, though, that Netflix has made, these seasons are, are Netflix's property. Yeah. So, yeah. so Disney can't go and just say, hey, okay, we're going to take seasons one through three of Daredevil and, no, put, no, them no. and put them on Disney Plus. That's, that's not a thing. But um, you think
1: they'll take them and just keep going?
0: I don't. And that's the that's my area of concern. Is
2: just that, but is it is it safe to say though? If you look at the way that these are being evolved, because it, even even the terminology that both the different major comic houses have used, it's the DC EU, right? Like the DC mm-hmm. Extended Universe. So the very wording of that suggests that you're dealing with this across multiple formats, whereas in Marvel you have the Marvel cinematic universe and by and large comparatively the movies are blowing the television properties out of the water mm-hmm. i mean great. it's not even close so is it do you eventually get the the Marvel and DC uh the Marvel and Disney executives looking at this and saying okay we are it's a better investment for us to focus all of this on the cinematic properties Rather than trying to get into television, because you've got stuff, Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. you know the different Netflix series. Yeah, they're there. They're okay for a couple of seasons. They've got a little bit of a following, but it's not like the movies are. The movies are just an animal, in and of themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. And and to that point exactly, I'm sorry. Now I'm like yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To that point exactly, what I would like to see Disney do, is take these characters, mm-hmm. put them in the movies, bring yeah. Kingpin. To the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. You know, bring Daredevil and Luke Cage and mm-hmm. you know, do a you know, do a Heroes for Hire movie or do a do a Marvel Street-level movie and take these people mm-hmm. that were all in the Defenders together and put them in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have Daredevil show up in Spider-Man. I mean, that is what, with these Netflix properties, take Charlie Cox, keep mm-hmm. him as Daredevil, put him in an EMCU. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I want to ha- see. Him do.
2: don't, don't you have to do that sooner or later? And the whole thing about Avengers Four is going to speak to this a little bit more. Like the Avengers are eventually going to like that that first wave. They're going to go away, and sooner or later, mm-hmm. you're going to have this big swath of characters that's going to be pulled out where you're not dealing with them anymore. Yep. You've got to have replacements for them at some point yep. if you're going to continue with the movies, unless you've unless you're. Uh, you're the the execs, and you've got a target end date, and they're like they're printing money with these movies. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine that they're going to stop this until they've got a t- tangible reason to. And
0: no, this and, and, this three movie a year thing is is not going anywhere, and they've got <laughs> these characters who are established. You tell me a John Baranthal Punisher movie wouldn't do a million dollars?
1: Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, and and, and if that's what they're going to do, that's that's fantastic. You know, pulling it from Netflix to can now think, put them on the screen, I, I think
0: Disney is a smart enough company that they're going to take these established properties that Netflix at this point has mm-hmm. sunk money into and mm-hmm. years of development into, and say, mm-hmm. you know, I bet we could turn this into a movie, mm-hmm. you know, and just, I'm
1: take that back. just
0: <laughs> hypothetically, just you know, and and because we don't have a whole lot lined up for Phase Four. So what if we made it a Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Jessica... make it a Defenders movie or whatever. It, it, it just... Hopefully it's better than Defenders show. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, you could, you could make a Daredevil movie, and if it was a good movie, people would go see it. And Charlie Cox is great in the role, and you've already got... Now, anybody who watched the, the Netflix show is like, oh, I like this character. You just... You don't do the origin story. You just pick up where you are today. And I mean, Kingpin, if nothing else, Kingpin in the MCU is a no brainer tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you know indeed- what I mean?
2: Well, with regard to the origin stories, too, they've already said that. I mean, when Doctor Strange came out, that was the last of the origin stories, and they said that. We're not doing these anymore. Because Mm -hmm. then what happens after Doctor Strange, you pick up with Spider-Man Homecoming. That's not an origin story. He's already Spider-Man when that movie starts. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: And I don't... Again, there's only so many of those... Actually, that's that's not true because I guess to a certain extent, Captain Marvel will have to be an origin story. Otherwise, people will have no context for it. But
0: although it sounds like they're they're telling the story with, hey, here's this person. Oh, and then they're going to tell it through flashbacks throughout the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see because they can't, <coughs> you, you can't you can't reboot every sub franchise or or start every sub franchise no. with an origin story. You've got to be able to have strong enough <coughs> characters. You're either introduced, and that's the nice thing about the way they're threading these characters into the different movies is that if you, for you know, Black Panther, for example, you introduced him in Civil War, yep. Mm-hmm. So that when you get to the Black Panther movie, it doesn't have to be a full-on origin story.
1: Yeah, right. You get a little taste, and then you're like, oh, I, I know enough about this character that I don't care. Yeah, oh, well. it, it,
2: you don't you don't have to know everything, but it gives you enough of a flavor to actually pick up with the character and feel comfortable with it. And I think they've they've created a cinematic world that allows them to do that pretty much at will. At this point, they can be picky and choosy about which characters they think are compelling enough yep. to actually require or merit <laughs> a full on origin story versus ones that say, oh, okay, no, we'll introduce them in a different way with teasers here and here, and then we'll pick up from those threads in the solo movie. Yeah.
0: Well, And they've done well enough that at this point they could come up with a character called paint man and his superpowers that he watches paint dry and we would all go see it and give it the benefit of the doubt.
2: I'd you know, I, I, I know it's, it's going over to, uh, to DC at least in as much as the Lego Batman movie. But if they're going to do that, I want them to make a movie about the condiment King from, uh, <laughs> from the Lego he Batman was my movie. favorite too. I'm still holding out for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Next thing about um, the condiment king.
1: Yeah, now with the condiment king. Um, I just found a deck of cards. I get kind of ADD. Uh, <laughs> kinda. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I I hope that they do something with those properties because I mean we're all kind of invested in them. I don't phone, but it's, I, it's I, I can't have it.
2: They've got sure. to do something because otherwise, look at the money that you've sunk into them up to this point. It's kind yeah. of a waste if you don't do anything with them from this point. Well, and you're leaving yeah. money on the table.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You I know, mean, if you do nothing with made. it,
0: there's, mo- there's money to be made there. You know, and, and you can say a lot of things about Disney, but they would never just leave a pile of money sitting over there and not go get it.
1: Oh, no. Not They'd at all. They'd be
0: like, oh, go get that pile of money. But well, we have this giant pile, of, but look, there's some money over there, so go no, get
1: there's it. Some, there's a there's dollar over there. Go get it. Go get pick that dollar. That yeah, they're not above it.
2: Yeah, somebody no. somebody dropped some spare change out of their pocket. Pick that up. Exactly.
1: What's pick the matter? Up. What's the matter? I got gum in you my intern, hair. Pick that. I, I thought I saw a nickel under Stanley's car, and I bent over to get it.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, they're going to do something with those properties. I think, you know, they're just trying to figure out at this point. You know what are their options? What do they decide to do? You know, Nick, you showed me a really funny meme that was essentially <laughs> Kingpin, and and he was like, you know, I just bash some, and, it, and the meme essentially said, I just bash somebody's fucking head in with a door. You're watching Disney Plus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> while he's but, while he's while he's fidgeting with his cuff link. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, right. You know, and you so it's.
1: Disney Plus.
0: I I was thinking about that on my way home tonight, and it's. Um, I guess you could do like a like a kids parents thing kind of like Netflix does where yeah. you know the kids watch the kids' shows and don't watch it but you know Disney has has I mean hell they're putting out a PG13 version of Deadpool 2 because they don't want R rated stuff on their streaming service and so you know do you want the Punisher without the F bomb uh, I don't know how you make that work I don't know I don't know where he lives Maybe he lives on Hulu. Maybe that's the answer. I mean, Disney owns sixty percent of Hulu now. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just shift those properties over to Hulu. I, I don't know.
1: Maybe, yeah. I mean But but you, like you, like you said, there's maybe maybe it is. Maybe you maybe you have an adults and a kids section. You know, you have, um, you know, like Disney Plus kids and Disney. You know, but is that Disney? Disney? And
0: that's the because again, they're fiercely protective of their brand. True. Um, I don't know that people, I mean, that was the whole reason that, that, that the Miramax studio and touchstone and you know, touchstone was a Disney movie mm-hmm. or uh, tombstone was a Disney movie, but it was put out by touchstone pictures because they didn't want to put out an R rated Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Miramax was a Disney studio and they, but they didn't want to put stuff out that was rated R on the Disney banner. I
1: don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It will be seen when it comes out. What, next year? What what next year? Is that when Disney Plus comes out?
0: Yeah, Disney Plus is, that- is two thousand
1: nineteen.
0: Two
2: thousand nineteen. Yep. Yeah. We well either way I I think even with all this you kind of circling back to the very beginning, you don't get all of this conversation without you know, Stan the man. So nice. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean this is all this is this is all nothing without him.
0: Right. So, top Stanley characters, guys, what do you think? He essentially created everybody that's not Captain America. Who's your favorite?
1: Uh, Punisher. Uh, Deadpool. Um, who else do I enjoy? How many are we doing? I don't know. Mm. Um, the Hulk. The Hulk's always great. Um gosh, there's so many. There's just so many. cable. Cable is always interesting to me. And um I think the first comic book character I ever actually like was intrigued by was uh Cyclops.
2: Okay. There you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd say probably Deadpool, Wolverine, and Ant Man. Yeah. I'm just looking at
0: this list and it's just. Uh, I mean, even the, David Tennant's character from the first season, of Jessica Jones, is on here. Oh, yeah. Not a character I read in the comics, but a, a, an amazing villain on the screen. I'm going with yeah, the,
1: watcher. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> a watch <to> the Watcher. I watch The Watcher. But I mean, there's so many. I mean, like. That's the thing. You can't really narrow it down. I, I, you, I can't really can't. narrow it's, it down. There's, like, you can't. I love, the, I love them all. Like, the, like Dum Dum Duggan, yeah. Howard the Duck. I mean, all of them, man. They're were all. they all great in their own way. Like, they could have easily just, like... Somebody's got to at least
0: mention Spider-Man.
1: Spider-Man. Uh, they could have at least. they could have done, you know, subpar characters. Like some of these characters could have been trash. Yep. But all of them have their own like redeeming qualities that sometimes sometimes it's just a story arc. Sometimes you can just find a story arc of these characters that you that you like. Like you could I like I could hate hate Spider-Gwen, but sure. she might have a really good arc that I that I might want to read, you know. Um
0: now, how bummed are you guys that Stan will not be appearing in any more Marvel movies? I mean, I think he's filmed The Avengers 4, but...
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. I
2: mean, I'm, I'm bummed about it. I'm more interested to see how they're going to deal with it, the first one that he doesn't have a cameo film for. Because
1: mm-hmm.
2: they're going to have to do something. Like, you can't just not have... There's got to be some sort of homage that's done to it. I just, I'm, I'm very interested creatively to see what they're going to do.
1: They could just start putting a cardboard cutout of him mm-hmm. in the movies, just in the background.
0: Well, it's the like the Netflix properties would have like pictures of him in the background. That was his. Yeah. He would appear in you know as in a photograph in the background. Mm-hmm. Didn't appear on screen. I mean, they could do that now, or did they do a, uh,
2: you know? Yeah, but if that's if that's been done, they won't do the same thing. They'll have to do something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could bring him back.
0: Yeah. From Beyond Disney's the got,
2: Grave. Disney's got that kind of power that we don't Disney, know about? Disney's,
0: well, Disney's got the power to bring um, what's-his-face back from Star Wars. Um, crap. Alec Guinness? No. Um, Rogue One. Nick, help me out.
1: I can't think of his name. It
0: is- oh, Peter Cushing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you can bring him back. You can you bring Stan back? Sure, yeah, I guess. They can make Princess Leia young again. <sighs> yeah, it's um. With all this de aging they're doing,
2: uh, that's
1: right. need some weekend of Samuel
2: to L.
0: Jackson for a whole movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. They did it to um, Kurt Russell for Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Two. They did it to Michael Douglas for the intro to the first Ant Man movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Samuel L. Is, is de-aged
0: for almost the entirety of, of Captain Marvel from what we hear. So,
1: <laughs> Have you guys seen – I don't have my phone um, – uh, <laughs> this meme going around, and it says, it says, I'm calling it right now, and it's a picture of Sam Jackson from the Captain Marvel trailer bending down to pet a cat. Yep. And then <laughs> the second picture is him saying – I trusted somebody once. I lost an eye. I lost an eye. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, "That, that is hilarious." That Dimming is... the lights. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that was so funny." If, if that cat scratches his eye out, perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with that cat, but something is.
1: Something. And if that cat is the maybe reason he only a, has,
0: maybe it's wearing a galaxy around its neck.
1: Yeah, and that's how black we get men in men black. black. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and that's how we get Deadshot in the, in the Marvel. Will Smith comes in, instead of making that Suicide Squad two. (laughs) They trade. Yeah, if if that cat scratches out his eye, that'll be bam, frickin' (laughs) tastic. Well, also Samuel L. Jackson looks like Chidi from The Good Place. So there's that. Young Samuel. Watch the show. You don't watch The Good Place? Nope. You're not a huge fan of Becker? Mm, nope. Jeremy, nothing? You don't watch The Good Place? Nope. I got oh, nothing. Son of a bitch. Just <laughs> it's you. It's a great show. It's a great show. Yeah, they okay. can't swear in it. Oh, it's fantastic.
0: Take it so
1: for it. They, they say things like, what the fork? <laughs> it makes me laugh. I'm, I'm glad, Nick. You guys are all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> It's on Netflix. Right. I highly, I highly recommend.
0: I, Nick, Jeremy, I think we should put a fork in, uh, in this in this little podcast here tonight. In
1: episode one hundred, episode one hundred. Put it in the box. Pick. Yeah, Nick's picks. That's my new uh, my new segment. Nick's there you picks. Go. I like it.
0: Well. Thank you, everyone, for for sharing in our tribute to Stanley and yes. the juggernaut that he created, and also known as Marvel. And also and feel free the to the juggernaut that.
2: That is the Pillow Talk podcast. Yes. Now in its, <laughs> yes. now in its second <clears throat> century. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't work. Yeah, do we officially go to season two? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. We'll
1: have to figure that out. Also feel free to tell everyone at work tomorrow the interesting news that you learned that Stanley has been blind since the age of five. Uh, I mean, that just makes his stuff that much more interesting.
0: Yeah, you know? share that news with yeah. um, with spread everybody, it, you know.
1: Spread it to the masses. There you go. Yeah. Him and Charlie Dings and Roy Arbison. That's
0: exactly right. Yep. All right. Well, to the fine people out there, <laughs> tell them goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye, goodbye everybody. Bye. bye. We did it. We did it. Episode 100.
0: Yeah. Everybody who
1: I spent a knows. whole lunch writing that Stanley thing.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish you'd gone further with it.
1: <laughs> I, I wanted to. I really wanted to. <laughs> I, I just couldn't. I couldn't.
0: My only complaint is that it was over too soon.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yep,
0: I, uh, this my is. Only complaint.
1: I can't believe that we've gone up to episode 100.
0: I know, it's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy.
1: It's really, really crazy. We've done this 100,
0: 100 times. 100 times, which is wow. just insane to me.
1: It really, really is. I mean, we yep. still have no sponsors, but.
0: Nope. <laughs> no sponsors. Nope. Uh dozens of listeners though. Yep. Thousands of episodes downloaded. It's true. It's true. So we got that going for us.
1: Yeah. It, uh,
0: um yeah. Uh a hundred episodes. Well. Wow.
1: Yeah, I can't believe it. And they've just, I know it's, they just keep they just keep getting better. Every time we do it. Yep. Every single time. <laughs> I yeah, think it's my, better uh, now that we're taking notes. I, I,
0: I've always taken notes.
1: No, like like done research and prepared Oh,
0: things. yeah, like when you we actually I mean? prepare for an episode?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. When like we like prep, it's this, better.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do your prep instead of like, yeah, we're talking about this. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: So. Yeah, no, this is uh, 100 episodes and... Man. Can't believe it. Craziness.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolute craziness. Who'd have thunk it? it I can tell you who wouldn't have thunk it. Andrea. Mercedes wouldn't have thunk it. Yep. Uh, My mom. Uh, Who else doesn't (laughs) believe
1: Who else doesn't believe this? (laughs) How long did it take us to get to 100 episodes? We started,
0: um, this... we started in July of 2016, so about so, two and a half years.
1: Yeah, two and a half years. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, no,
0: because you figured that it's uh, so it's like an episode every like week and a half, two weeks. No, not quite two weeks. Yeah, it's a
1: lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty and, and consistent content.
0: Yeah. I mean not always that consistent but
1: Well but like you know what I mean? Like no filler. Like we didn't do like a best of episode or
0: <laughs> No, although there there are people out there who want a best of episode.
1: Oh sure, yeah. They want the rock wall. They want the the rock they want and, a and, mouthful
0: and of then ham. The <laughs> mouthful of ham. <laughs> 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 I was just looking back at like our first few episodes where we talked about (laughs) episode three, Batman versus Superman. Oh, episode five. We talked about the gambit movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, with Shane Tatum. Remember when that was going to be a thing? Let's, you know what we should do for the next episode is just go through that book. And just talk about what we talked about. Like this here's book? all the things. Yeah, here's all the things that we that that didn't come to fruition that we talked about.
0: We should do that. Uh, if we could have done that for the hundredth episode.
1: <laughs> no, I, feel like, I feel like the Stanley Marvel stuff. It's where kind of it all started. So. <coughs> so we needed. Yep. To, we did. We needed to do something. Something for that. But I think that. <laughs> That would be a genius idea. I've forgotten about that stupid gambit movie.
0: <laughs> Still isn't out. Oh. Still and isn't it, out.
1: Like at this point, they'll probably just put it on the streaming service.
0: <laughs> the one nobody will watch. Yeah. Oh, the one so, nobody will watch. I'm excited to record our 2019 movie preview.
1: Yes. We. Yeah. I am excited about that. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna start to do research on that on that stuff too.
0: That's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll i have excited. to invite Jeremy to that one.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, because I I love I loved when we did that that one year. That was fun. I think we did like two and a half hours of that that one year. Yeah, we did because it was just like every single movie we were excited. I for.
0: guess that would have been 2017, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it was the 17 movie review.
0: Twitter fights in 2016 movie preview. Did we start this podcast in 2015? Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, we suck at this. <laughs> well, no, 2015 would be two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: so we still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2016
0: movie preview: Deadpool,
1: Deadpool,
0: X Men Apocalypse. Damn oh. it. Joe Dirt too.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna
0: save this for later.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, that that would that would be fantastic to go through the book.
0: We're gonna have to go through the book.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and figure out. Oh man, that'd be fun. Just the stuff we talked about and. Mhm. Yeah, That would be fantastic. You know what would
0: be really awesome is if we had like an intern who could go and like, when we're like, hey, remember when we talked about the this? And they would go and clip that audio out so we could play it again. But I ain't got that kind of time. I got a job.
1: No, I don't think that anyone does, honestly. Um, we could we maybe need some unpaid interns to do that because, yeah, you know, well, I'll try and team up with the, the colleges, you know, say, yeah.
0: hey, who wants the like, co op student?
1: Yeah. How would you like a non college credit? experience and reference.
0: <laughs> I will give you a damn good reference.
1: Yes. Yes. So, I'll, I'll put up some posters over at the old Mott.
0: Yeah, why don't you take care of that and see what you can do yeah. for
1: us. I'll see what I can do. Yep. See can That's do. awesome. Here's all the audio files. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Clip.
2: But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> That's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by the Hard Lessons. Find more introspection
0: on them at thehardlessons.bamcamp.com. Visit us on the web at localfavor. I forgot!
1: (laughs) At localfavorproductions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk.
0: And here we go.
2: Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but <laughs> the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so. Make it so. Make it so.
1: <laughs> oh my God! It's the show.
2: Science is of stopping. And I brought me some tea or very hot. <laughs> the lights are turned way down low. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. When we finally kiss night. How <laughs> I hate going out in the storm. <laughs> but if you. Really? Shut up, Wesley.
1: On the way home, I'll be oh, warm. Oh, the
0: fire is slowly dying. And I. Here.
2: We're still good by him, but as long as you love me, so make it so. Make it so. Make it so. <laughs> well, I'm in the holiday spirit now.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, listener, uh, I'm James Covenant, listener Shane, so luck, lucky sent it to us. Uh,
2: Outstanding.